And we'll read the whole chapter once again like we did this morning. Isaiah 55 beginning with verse number 1. Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters, and he that hath no money, come ye buy and eat. Yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread? And your labor for that which satisfieth not. Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Incline your ear, and come unto me, hear, and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. Behold, I have given him for a witness to the people a leader and commander to the people. Behold, thou shalt call a nation that thou knowest not, and nations that knew not thee shall run unto thee because of the Lord thy God and for the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified thee. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven, and returneth not hither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the things whereunto I sent it. For ye shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you in the singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the fir tree, and instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree. And it shall be the Lord, and it shall be to the Lord for a name, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of these verses once again uh, this uh, day. This morning we considered the first verse of this chapter. The speaker begins with ho, or that of an interjection. As a person in the marketplace that would have that of goods, seeking to get the attention of the people uh, that are there on the streets. The speaker here cries out, Ho! And then he says, Ho, everyone that thirsteth. The call is to all. The call is to those who are thirsty. And he says, 
come ye to the waters. Ye who are thirsty, come. Come to the waters. There's plenty of water. Here we have, beloved, the Lord speaking through the prophet Isaiah. And we have that of a very gracious invitation that is given here. An invitation to those who are needy, those who are thirsty, those who need water to quench that of their thirst. Not only do we have the invite here, in verse 1, in the beginning, but you'll note he goes on to say it again, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Come ye buy and eat, yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. So three times we have the word come used here in this verse, number one. Down in verse 3, he says, Incline your ear and come unto me. Hear, and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. In verse 1, we have the invite to come to the water, waters. Come and buy and eat. Free, freely. Come without money and without price. And get wine and milk commodities but you note in verse number three that it's not commodities that are spoken of that the invite is given to it's to someone he says incline your ear and come unto me here we have the lord as we've already said speaking through the prophet isaiah and as he does, he says, come unto me. This is not the first time that the Lord, through Isaiah the prophet, has given this invite. Over in Isaiah chapter 1, and in verse number 18, we have the prophet Isaiah and the Lord speaking through him, declaring that of the controversy that the Lord had with his people. And down in verse number 18, he says, Come now, and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Come now, and let us reason. We have the Lord pleading here, in chapter 1, pleading with those to whom have sinned against him. And he says, come unto me. Come now and let us reason together. Here in Isaiah 55, we still have that, that invitation, come. And it's come unto me. In the New Testament, we have Jesus saying, come unto me all ye that labor and I will give you rest. And then the verse over in Revelation chapter 22, the Spirit and the Bride says, Come. Mm -hmm. 
So an invite and a gracious invite. This afternoon we want to continue on with our study here in this chapter and we would like to take as our focus text verse number two. Verse number two. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Just as we read over in Isaiah chapter 1, our Lord pleading with those sinners, calling upon them to come and reason together. Here again, beloved, we have the Lord doing the very same thing. We have Him pleading. We have Him pleading. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Two questions are asked here in our text. But not only do we have two questions, but we also have that of several commands. The two questions are, why do you spend money for that which is not bread? Why do you labor for that which satisfieth not? The text, as far as the commands, hearken diligently unto me, e.g. that which is good, let your soul delight in fatness. So here we have the Lord reasoning, reasoning with sinners and calling upon them to action. Let's look at the two questions. The first one, and we'll look at the very first word there in verse 2, for it goes along with both questions. Wherefore? Wherefore? This is a interrogative Who, what, when, where, why? This is translated in the NASB 95 as why. Wherefore, or why do you spend money for that which is not bread? Why? Why do you spend money for that which is not bread and your labor for that which satisfieth not? speaker here is not asking the question and seeking an answer for himself. For he already knows the answer to the questions. No, rather he is asking the question, the questions, and they are probing questions. Probing questions to those who are the hearers. And the intention is for them to consider that of the interrogative why. Why do you spend money for that which is not bread? Why do you labor for that which satisfieth not? Do you ask that question to yourself? 
I'm sure you do at times. But do you really consider that question when you do ask yourself that question? Do you seek for that of an answer to that question? Why? Why do you spend money for that which is not bread? What is the Lord asking here? He's asking, why do you waste your money for that which is not bread? Why do you spend your money? Why do you waste it? Why are you wasting your money on that which will not provide for you that of the nourishing food that you need? How foolish to spend your money on that which is not food. How foolish it is to look for that of food that is not that bread which is nourishing and that will give you what you need. Rather, take your money and spend it on something else that is not nourishing. And beloved, bringing that down to that of the application here, why? Why look to the world? Why, why look uh, for that of the pleasures of this world uh, to find that of the needs that we have for our souls. We're not going to find it. We're not going to find it in that of the pleasures of this world, the things of this world. For the things of this world, they're all going to pass away. Over in the Gospel of John, chapter 6, We read from this chapter this morning in the beginning of the service. We read the first 15 verses of this chapter. And if you remember, the first 15 verses we have Jesus feeding the 5,000. After the feeding of the 5,000, Jesus instructs the disciples to send that of the people away and then the disciples go down in the ship and go off into the sea and then the Lord comes unto them upon the water. We're told that the very next day that the multitude that had been there that many of them come back. They're searching for that of Jesus. They're searching actually for the food that He provided hoping that He would provide the food again that He would provide the bread again. In verse number 24 of the 15th chapter, it says, When the people therefore saw that Jesus was not there, neither His disciples, they also took shipping and came to Capernaum seeking for Jesus. And when they had found Him on the other side of the sea, they said unto Him, Rabbi, when, when camest thou hither? And Jesus answered them and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, You seek me not because you saw the miracles, but because you did eat of the loaves and were filled. Labor not for the meat which perisheth, but for that which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you, for him has God the Father sealed. Note the words of our Lord here, as he says to that of the multitude here, the people, he says, you seek me because 
You saw the miracles because you did eat of the loaves. That's your intent for finding and for looking for me. He says, don't labor for the meat which perisheth. The bread that I gave you, it's here and it's gone. It's not going to meet that of your spiritual needs. It may, it may help you as far as your physical needs for the moment, but not your spiritual needs. And then a little bit further down, Jesus says unto them in verse 32, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, but my Father giveth you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. And Jesus saith unto him, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. But I said unto you that ye also have seen me and believed not. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. For I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will which has sent me, that of all which he has given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which seeketh the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life. And I will raise him up at the last day. Jesus here, he tells this multitude that he is the living bread, that he is the one who is in life. And it's those who believe upon Him, who receive Him, that will know this life. And those are needs met. Why do you spend money for that which is not bread? You know, that includes a lot. That includes a lot that one can spend that of their, their money on. Think about the world in which we live in today. I mean, it's, I mean, stuff is just everywhere. You can buy, 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 buy. And that's what people do. They buy, 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 buy. But they never get to buy that which they really need. Why do you spend money for that which is not bread and your labor for that which satisfies not? You toil. You strive. And what do you accomplish? Are you satisfied? Do you get satisfaction? No, the sinner doesn't. For you see, even after he has bought and bought and bought and he, he's toiled in his labor, he comes to the end of his life and all that he's gathered, he can't take it with him. No, he leaves it here.
Why? Why do men and women do this? It's because of their depravity. It's because of their master. Sin is a terrible master. Sin never pays or satisfies. Even though it may paint a picture that looks very, very enticing and that will that would satisfy. It's only a picture. It's only a picture. Sin takes one to the pig pen and keeps them there eating the husks of life. And only Jesus, only Jesus can deliver from that of the pig pen and can only provide that which will fill the stomach to satisfaction. So, two questions. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread? For that which could nourish you? Why do you labor for that which satisfies not? Next we have some commands that are given in our text. And the first one is hearken diligently unto me. The Lord here speaking through the prophet Isaiah, he's, he's, he stirred that of their hearts, hopefully, by getting them to ask the question why and to consider it. And now He calls upon them once again. And it's with that of a caring call. He says, hearken diligently unto me. He calls upon his listeners to listen to him. Speakers are described here, or those who... The speaker describes how he would have them to listen unto him. Hearken diligently. The word diligently has the idea of Carefulness. Carefulness. Don't be careless. Don't be foolish. But listen to me, the Lord says. Oh, sinners, oh, how they need to listen. Oh, how they need to have their ears, beloved, opened up that they might hear, that they might listen unto the Lord. For the message is a message of good news. It is a message of deliverance from that of their master, which is sin. It's a message of deliverance. He says, hearken diligently unto me. Unto me. Not just to anybody, but unto me. Eat ye that which is good. The command here is to that of action. Eat. Don't just pick at the food on your plate. Receive it. Place it in your mouth and chew it. Swallow it. It's good for you. 
You know, medicine, sometimes it doesn't taste good, but it's good for us. Sometimes food upon our plate, we may not like the taste of it. And yet, beloved, it's good for us. Those vegetables are good for us. Eat ye that which is good. What is it that is good? What is it that is being spoken of here, brother? It's that which the one is invited to come to. Out of the Lord Jesus. To partake of Him. Him who is all that one needs. You know, as we ever we come to the Lord's table, we have the bread and we have the cup. We believe that the bread and the cup are symbolic. Symbolic of that of our Lord's body and His blood. And that of what He did upon the cross for us. And we come to the table, the Lord's table, which is spread before us with that of these elements. And as we do, we partake of those elements and by faith, beloved, we look to the Lord. Those elements and what they represent. It's by faith. And beloved, the same way, the same way here, uh, as we read here in and out of our, our text, when we're called upon here to eat ye that which is good, it's a call to faith. The command here is pointed. It points out that which is good that that's what we are to partake of. That which is pleasant, that which is desirable. That's the idea found in that of the word good there. Then lastly, let your soul delight itself in fatness. Let your soul delight itself in fatness. Delight. The idea here is to pamper or to refresh oneself. Fatness has the idea of abundance which is provided which will meet that of one's needs. Beloved, the table, the table is spread. Beloved, everything that the sinner needs, beloved, is found in that of the Lord Jesus Christ. That of forgiveness of sins, pardon. That of righteousness is found in that of Jesus Christ. Beloved, that of hope is found in Jesus Christ. That of eternal life. All of the provisions of grace, beloved, they're all found in Jesus Christ. And it's to the one who comes and in faith and partakes. Who turns 
from that path which they are walking in. That path which is described by that of the first two questions in the verse. That of laboring for that which satisfieth not. Bread. It's not for bread. Laboring for that which satisfieth not. That's the pathway, beloved, that is downward. Beloved, the path that leads to life is the path that comes by faith to the Lord Jesus Christ. So the question is, is why be foolish and toil for that which will not meet one's needs? You know, I said this morning that the Gospel, the Gospel is for us even as God's people. And beloved, we're invited to come. We're invited to come to the table on a regular basis and to partake of those wondrous pleasures, wondrous blessings. All right, let us stand. Ask Brother Don to give us in the closing word of prayer. Our dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we again offer praise to Thee, Lord, for this wonderful invitation uh, to come, uh, Lord, to uh, uh, to partake, uh, to buy <coughs> milk and, and water, Lord, without price. Uh, Father, we... Uh, are so grateful that uh, you gave us uh, salvation in Christ Jesus, uh, that we have um, become joint heirs with Christ, united to him in faith. Uh, Father, we thank you, Lord, for uh, your effectual calling, Lord, for your uh, gracious invitation, uh, Lord, for uh, the wherewithal to um, have faith uh, to, to repent. Uh, Lord, we know that uh, in uh, ourselves there was no strength, uh, nothing but death and um, alienation. And for all this, Lord, we rejoice that we have the in Christ Jesus, that we have been brought nigh to thee through Christ. Uh, Father, may we truly feast uh, upon uh, the fat of... Uh, Lord, your good things in Christ. Uh, Lord, may um, in our union with Christ, may we be nourished in him and by him, uh, through him, by the power of thy Holy Spirit. Uh, Lord, do help us to grow in every grace to be more like thy dear son. Father, again, we do pray for Debbie and the family. Uh, Lord, may you comfort them. Uh, Lord, give them grace in um, uh, this uh, time of um, <coughs> loss and uh, the decisions that are made in so many different ways or give them wisdom. Father, we uh, do pray that you'd help us to be uh, uh, good friends to them and uh, wisely know how to, uh, to be a help and a blessing to them. Lord, we do ask that you would bless our families. Uh, Lord, we uh, 
lift them up to Thee. We know that uh, only You can save. Uh, for this reason, we call upon Thee to show Yourself mighty to save in their behalf. Lord, may uh, they all be taught of Thee. May uh, the gospel, the good news, come to them with your divine power. Lord, bless the truth, the gospel, to the ends of the earth. We do pray that you bless all your servants here in this body and uh, to the ends of the earth. Lord, may uh, your uh, servants, uh, Lord, be used greatly in these final days. Bless our country. Lord, do bless us throughout this coming week. May we as your servants uh, know your fellowship and uh, your guidance, your leading. Father, all this we pray, and again we give thanks and ask these things in the name of our dear Savior, the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you.